And this morning, it's HealthWise Free Clinic with Dr. Rajbans, President of Malaysian Wellness Society, answering your concerns about health or medical in general. Joshua's got a question, Dr. Rajbans. Okay, uh, doctor, you know, during Valentine's, you get a lot of chocolates, people giving chocolates, receiving chocolates. I want to know what's the difference between like dark chocolate, milk chocolate, and, you know, the different types of chocolate and its benefits. You're a chocolate factory today. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm fans. supposed to, uh, chocolates, uh, you know, the thing is, we know that dark chocolate seems to have some benefit, you know, a lot of, in fact, the studies have shown that if you take real dark chocolate, I mean, just pure chocolate, which is actually quite bitter, they actually have a lot of antioxidants, actually have some, a lot of minerals that actually are healthy, but the moment you put chocolates with milk and sugar then the whole thing changes your calories increase your insulin will spike and the whole thing about refined carbs and that problem comes in you know milk has its own issues uh, sugar has its own issues so i think if you want to eat chocolates and if they are really the one with a lot of milk and sugar then i would restrict that just for the taste just for you know you're having some valentines or whatever yeah. but if you're looking at health wise perspective then i would actually go for dark chocolate at least 70 percent and above that the, should be the the amount of chocolate in that chocolate you know and less sugar and milk yeah which is the bitter one which is the kind of one that if you're using to having black coffee no sugar like myself you'll be able to do it yeah i thought it was a quiet taste you know if you if you once you get used to it actually it's quite good yeah all right if you have a question uh, concerning health for dr rajbans you can call us on 0395433333 or send us a whatsapp through our dg light line 016-510-8888 or an insta story message at light.my here's adele someone like you at light it's HealthWise Free Clinic with Dr. Rajbans. What to eat to get babies? I tell you what, may make it easier. You ask Dr. Rajbans. Go ahead. So my husband and I are trying to conceive and I was wondering what kind of food uh, sort of deters chances of conceiving a child, like maybe soy milk. So I was wondering what kind of food should we consume more when we're trying to conceive and what food we should avoid altogether. Yeah, I mean, infertility is looking like a, a rising problem and there are a lot of theories behind it. One of the things is, of course, uh, our nutrition. They say we're not getting the right nutrition. We are taking a lot of foods that are processed, a lot of junk food, a lot of foods with toxins, taking foods that are very high in free radicals and uh, very low antioxidants, very high foods, I mean, foods that cause a lot of increased inflammation. So basically, if you're trying to conceive a child and, you know, when you do get pregnant, you want to have a lot of healthy food going in for the baby also. I, I would think natural foods a lot of antioxidant foods a lot of fruits vegetables try to avoid things that are you know not natural i call it you know things like processed foods right. junk foods saturated fats uh, take healthy oils you know so in, uh, decrease your inflammation fish is a good uh, you know oily fish and some nuts and uh, you know some legumes so again back to things that are more natural more healthy stress is another thing they say they could probably cause a problem with infertility so learn to relax exercise will definitely help so this some of the things that you have to look at but basically it is going back to nature a lot of healthy stuff a lot of foods that are high in antioxidants anti-inflammatory and get rid of most of the junk food yeah so I'm, I'm guessing the message that i'm hearing from you mostly is just maintain what you're cooking at home yes on a moderate level, at the same time, uh, reduce the junk food. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's not only just for infertility, but for overall general health anyway. 
Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, you got any questions for the good doctor? You can call us on 0395433333. Send us an Insta story message at light.my or a WhatsApp through our Digi Light line 0165108888. Doctor will still be with us after this along with Desiree's Life at Light. It's HealthWise Free Clinics with Sham and Dr. Rajbans with us. And sometimes you get, you see something that's happening to your body. You go see a doctor, doctor says it's in this department, this department says it's not in the other department. Uh, well, Alisa has got a question like that for you, Dr. Rajbans. It's regarding my daughter. She has this small swelling on her heart palate in her mouth. Lah. It's like, I think, over a week now. So she complained of this toothache. So uh, I looked into it and I saw this swelling. So uh, we brought her to the doctor. Then the doctor said maybe probably it's the dental issue. Lah. But she, he did say that her lymph nodes are swelling, both sides. He gave her this uh, antibiotic, Fleming. Ah. So uh, the next day we brought her to dentist. But the dentist said it's nothing to do with the dental. Uh, she said. Yeah, I mean, if it's a heart palate, definitely not a dental issue. It's more of a, you know, something to do with probably a, if it's swelling, uh, they probably have to go and see a surgeon, you know, because it's a swelling and she got lymph nodes, uh, this thing. So it's probably something infective. But if she's not responding to antibiotics, they need to go and see a surgeon because any swelling uh, occurring anywhere, you know, wherever, uh, especially if there's lymph node swelling, then you must get it checked up to make sure it's not something more serious. Though it looks very infective, but anything else can uh, be there so i would actually want them to go and see a surgeon mm-hmm. you know because a normal gp also won't know what to do with that they might prescribe you antibiotics and if it goes away it completely disappears with antibiotics and don't have to worry but if it still persists they have to go and see a, a surgeon and see what the surgeon thinks it is all right and the chances are that you might have to do an operation or whatever not uh, depending depending all if right. they think it's not coming uh getting better they might want to just take it out and send it for a you know a biopsy and see what's going on yeah mm. Okay. More questions for our good doctor. You can WhatsApp us on our DG Lightline 0165108888. Call us on 0395433333 or send us an Insta story message through at light.my. Doctor will be with us still. Human League, human right now at Light. It's HealthWise Free Clinic with Dr. Rajbans, President of Malaysian Wellness Society, taking all your medical questions or concerning your health. Also got a question from Ivy. Actually, I have a psoriasis for over 20 years. So, uh, actually, right now, my uh, blood pressure uh, is rather high. Is there any, any I mean, uh, cause for it? Or, I mean, what should I do to reduce the blood pressure as I'm actually taking two tablets uh, of 50 mg medicine already? Yeah, I mean, psoriasis and uh, the hypertension are probably unrelated. Those psoriasis can cause uh, things like uh, joint pains and all that, but probably hypertension. Blood pressure is something that's just come along. And uh, so, if she's already on medication, I think uh, if you need to, very, very important, the blood pressure must come down. You know, we have seen patients who got uh, uncontrolled blood pressure who come back one day with bleed in the brain, you know, the veins gets ruptured and all that. So, it's something very important because uncontrolled blood pressure not only can cause strokes, can cause uh, heart failure, can damage your kidney. So, very important to reduce. Now, if you look at lifestyle, that's uh, something that even will help your sorry is they find that uh, foods that are high in potassium, magnesium and calcium actually sort of reduce blood pressure and uh, whereas high in sodium will increase your blood pressure. So I would want to advise her to 
cut off all sort of uh, high sodium food salt a lot of salt is hidden you know in your sauces and in your you know other dressings and all that so be right. careful of that uh, a lot of food they got uh, put a lot of extra salt so take away salt what contains a lot of uh, calcium magnesium and your uh, potassium is basically f- fruits and vegetables again mm-hmm. so back to a very high diet very natural in fact the mediterranean uh, diet and the one actually the one that they call dash diet the dietary approach to stop hypertension that was a well known diet that is proven and both of them you look at it the fruits and vegetables are actually what 10 servings a day Wow! Yeah, both Mediterranean and the Dash diet. They talk of five servings of fruits and five servings of uh, vegetables, or at least seven to ten. Now I find that not easy to do to get even five, which is also the recommended ones, four to five fruits and vegetables a day. But both Dash and Mediterranean talk of seven to ten. So that's a lot of fruits and vegetables. But that's what you have to do to bring down your blood pressure. Right. So I think lifestyle very important. Exercise, reducing stress, taking a lot of fruits with a high in antioxidants and all the right minerals, and cut off your salt. All right, and your questions to Dr. Rajbans concerning health. Anything you want to ask about it, you can do it through our Digi Light Line zero one six five one zero double eight double eight, or call us on o three nine five four three double three double three, or just send us a an Insta story message at light dot my. More from Dr. Rajbans along with say what you want. Texas at light. We're on Healthwise Free Clinic with Dr. Rajbans. So Wendy's got something in her mouth. Go ahead, Wendy. I think ten minutes ago I had cold sore. On my mouth every year, it actually reoccurs. The first time it attacks me was when I was about sixteen or seventeen. Then it actually every year also it repeats. Yeah, I suppose uh, cold sore once you get the inf- it's there, you know, and uh, the attacks can come over and over again. Uh, what brings on the attacks is difficult to say. Some people stress, uh, some people low immunity, the whatever that causes that, you know. Sometimes just taking the wrong diets or poor sleep, all that can sometimes just bring on your your attack of cold sores. Now, if the sores are Uh, attacks are quite bad. Sometimes taking a uh that antiviral treatment during that period using the antiviral creams can help reduce the severity of the attack and also duration of the attack. They can try that. Uh, but again, you know, uh, it's a viral thing. Whether a healthy lifestyle, managing your stress, uh, eating all the right foods might help to suppress it on the long term. Whether supplements like vitamin C or probiotics and taking some uh, fish oils might reduce inflammation. So you can try. I don't know whether that will work, but you can try. No harm, and see whether these attacks get. Less and less, but you can't eradicate it, you know, because the virus is there. It can come, and never there's a low immunity, or whenever there's some stress. Yeah, it seems to me that you know, um, most of the general advice about you know when food can become medicine is more like more for prevention, and you have to eat well. Yeah, you know I, mean? I think a lot of time when when you get a disease, I think it's uh, that's when you have to go and see a doctor and get all the treatment. But I think yeah. very important, we sometimes forget that prevention is the best. And like you said, you no know, Thai food is Thai medicine, like Hippocrates says, uh, and Thai medicine. Is Thai food, so eating right, actually doing the right things, managing stress, exercise, basic, simple things that we sometimes forget because you're so busy. Until we get a disease, and then you know, then we wake up and say, "Wow, you know, we should do this, we should do that." Why not do it before we get a disease? And that's what I say is more important. All right, thank you so much for being with us, Dr. Rajpan.